This is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps retired. Welcome back, Patriots. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. The gunny did. Had my whole family here. And we actually did a couple podcasts during the time frame of Thanksgiving week. Today's podcast, I want to bring us back to last year and compare to this year, specifically NBC. Don't listen to them. Don't watch them. But I thought it would be neat to see what these people said on Thanksgiving Day last year and compare it to what they said on Thanksgiving Day this year. I think you're going to be surprised at how one year in this country can make a big difference on the media narrative. What these people are bringing into your brain every time the television is turned on with the mainstream media. So we're going to talk about why the fake news is getting more fake and what happened this time last year. Last but not least, we got a Bonehead Award. Special, though, we got two Bonehead Awards in this episode. So you get double the laughs, double the ignorance from the media Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. This is The Gunny. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. In America, we have this thing called an election cycle. And during that election cycle, people get elected into the offices. The president is every four years, which is, quote, the highest office of the United States. And what I'm going to present to you today is a clip from NBC News, how it was last year. What were they talking about on the news on Thanksgiving Day? So after you ate all your turkey and you got all tryptophaned, got ready to sleep, tired, you turned the TV on and you started watching the nightly news on NBC. This is what you heard last year. Breaking news on this Thanksgiving night, the powerful holiday storms have now turned deadly. The plane crashing and violent winds, all seven, including three children killed. Danger on the roads, a bus rolling over on the ice, more than 50 injured. High anxiety for the Macy's parade, the last second call to let the famous balloons fly. And tonight, the new coast-to-coast threat developing just in time for the trip home. Also breaking the surprise trip, President Trump's secret journey to Afghanistan to visit American troops and his unexpected reversal on talks with the Taliban. The dream vacation turning deadly. Two American tourists killed, several more injured in a horrific crash during a cruise stop. 
the high-speed dash cam video, two Corvettes drag racing through the busy Lincoln Tunnel, then the terrifying crash in the driver's seats of father and son, how they got themselves caught. The superhero star speaking out her harrowing personal story of surviving abuse. I am a survivor of domestic violence. Her powerful message to other women tonight. And this holiday giving thanks the life-changing surprises thousands of families found in the mail. This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. That was 2019. One year ago, Thanksgiving today. Everything that they mentioned in that lead up to the nightly news was very interesting to us as all Americans. Every one of us wanted to know about the weather and the things that were happening in America. News. Real news. Real things happening. Just one year passes and everything changes. It's election cycle and the fake news is at its best to tell you their narrative. Thanksgiving Day. Imagine if you watched NBC Nightly News after you ate your turkey, had your little tryptophan injection, sat in your big recliner, and listened to the NBC News. This is what you heard this year. Breaking news, President Trump taking questions. The president facing reporters for the first time since the election, saying he can't say if he'd concede, but if electors finalize Biden's win, he would leave the White House. Plus, President-elect Biden stressing safety while Trump encourages Americans to gather this holiday. New vaccine questions. The president tonight making the improbable claim a vaccine could be distributed next week. The FDA saying that's not true. While one of the top vaccine candidates will likely run additional tests amid concerns. Frontline workers saving lives amid astonishing new predictions about how many more might be lost before Christmas, with fears that travelers will deepen the crisis. Plus, reaction to a Supreme Court decision involving how many can worship together. To the rescue, the military's new mission stepping up to help hospitals out of rooms and resources in the heartland. The effort to feed families this Thanksgiving, long lines across the country, and a shocking new report, one in six without enough to eat. Black Friday's best deals in a shopping season like no other, the one simple thing you can do to get the best buys online. And thanking healthcare heroes, the outpouring of love and kindness bringing smiles this holiday. This is NBC Nightly News with Lester Holt. Patriots, you can't make this up. You just can't make this up. You can't determine what in God's name these communist Marxist people are going to shove down your throat in the days to come. And if by whatever reason 
this absolute individual that has the inability to speak to America becomes the president, this is going to be constant. You're not going to hear about the traffic jams and a winter storm. You're going to hear about how everybody's dying from the COVID over and over and over again. My family and I spent a whole week together, didn't discuss any of this, none of this. We talked about our kids, what was going on in our lives, how it was great to be together for Thanksgiving. Didn't discuss any of this crap of fear in America. Because we can and we will overcome anything that is dished out in this country. Because we're patriots and we stand up for America. Let me ask you this. Does your family have a narrative? Does your family fear everything? Do you fear going out the door to go to the grocery store because you may think that you're going to die? This is what they want to do. They want to bring you to your knees to worship them. And their ideology of what America is supposed to be, according to their eyes. And it's wrong. It's wrong to live life this way. From the beginning of this country until today, we've been through many, many different challenges. And we've conquered every one of them. From diseases, from polio, from the influenza, all of it. And we didn't have people telling us we're going to die. They told us how to live our lives and then we went and did it. They didn't control us. They didn't tell us that if you don't get a vaccine, you can't go to school. If you don't get a vaccine, you can't go in the post office. It's coming. Mark my words, it's coming because this is how these people think. And the Bonehead Awards that I'm going to bring to you today is proof of it. The fear is tremendous, tremendous what these media people put in American minds with the fear. My family and I yesterday went out on a hike here where I live, and enjoyed it. Many people out there hiking. Few of them had masks. Majority of them didn't. Because we're out in nature. And we greeted each other and didn't have any problems about any kind of fear of getting COVID. Looked at the waterfalls. Looked at the trees. It was amazing. And we were not fearful. But if you live in this big city and you walk out your door, you're going to die the second you hit the road. 
You're going to die the second you get to the subway. You're going to die going to some fine dining restaurant that's no longer open because of the fear. We cannot live in fear. Ever. We've got to go out there and do our thing. Live our life and be the people that God made us to be. He will take care of us. And we pray that we get past this. But we can't do it alone. And we definitely can't do it listening to the media. We can only read God's word, pray to him to forgive this country, and to get us back on the right track. So let's go to the Boneheads Award. Like I said, I got two of them. The first one that I'm going to present to you is, again, NBC, specifically talking about how we should, as a country, allow people to speak the truth according to the media, according to organizations. They want to squash our voice. But freedom of speech is what brings the truth out. If what you're saying is not true, eventually enough people will come in and tell you that's not the truth. But they won't allow you to even speak. They want to silence you unless you believe the truth that they believe. So listen to this very first bonehead of tonight. You know, when you bring up distrust, Jim, I'm, I'm almost finished, uh, finished with Barack Obama's new book. It is by far the biggest seller of the week. Move over Mary Trump. It's going to be the biggest book of 2020 in terms of overall sales. And, and in this book, and especially in Obama's interviews, he's talking about a divide in the country, a media divide, that media bubbles are getting harder and harder to pop, that the media landscape is deeply divided. Do you have any answers or solutions to what I think everybody agrees is a, is a huge problem? Uh, I, I do have some thoughts on that, and I do agree with, with, with the former president on this, and I probably have a darker view than he does. I legitimately fear now that we're going to have a decoupling, that you're basically going to have not just like two Americas uh, in quotation marks, but you're literally going to have two Americas where half the country gives up on a lot of the work that we do and even starts to create its own social media and communication ecosystem that is much more sort of safe and soothing because it's people who share uh, their views. And that's dangerous. The minute that if we lose this war on truth, I, I wrote it this week, I believe it, we're screwed. If we cannot collectively figure this thing out, if we can't figure out that there are certain things that might be inconvenient but that are true, and from there we make good decisions, I don't understand how you have a democracy or capitalism that continues to, to, to be the dominant force uh, in the world. And I think overall a dominant and very good force uh, for the world. So I think on our side of things, on the media ledger side, I think we do have to do some reflection. I'm sorry, but our profession missed that 10 million more people voted for Trump than last time around. That in the 100 counties where you have the highest percentage of a Hispanic population, that Trump did better in 78 of those, 78 out of 100, than he did in 2016. In some African-American communities, uh, Trump did even better. And so something about what we're doing 
isn't working. We're not able to fully appreciate how the other half of the country might live. I think that there is a tendency for, for a lot of us in the media, a lot of reporters, a lot of editors to come from the same institutions, live in the very similar cities that are very disconnected from the rest of the population. And we somehow have to figure out a way to understand the complexities of this country and be able to communicate to them in a way that they trust us. And part of that is maybe stop popping off on Twitter. Maybe calm down when you're doing a segment uh, with Brian Stelter and not make it so clear what your ideology is. Maybe think about that person out there who's persuadable, who wants to believe in the journalism that we're doing and be very clinical in our language, clinical in how we hold ourselves. And it is possible at Axios you're prohibited from popping off or talking about your views in public forums. And almost in every case, everybody's done that. And with whether you're a journalist or not a journalist. And so I think these things are very possible, but they require a lot of restraint, and I think some rethinking by us in the media. Obviously, there is a few things that this man says that we agree with. To Americas, yes, there is going to be to Americas, at least in the near future. The one that they're creating and the one that really exists. That's the two Americas. And he's saying, lose the war on truth. Truth is in the Bible. It's God's word that is the truth. The truth is not founded. And the foundation is not developed by human beings. So when you tell me truth and it's not backed up by the word of God, it's not true. It's that simple. So there's going to be a us and a them. It's going to be us that have the truth, the real truth, the real way of living as a human being, and them, the tyranny of taking every single constitutional right away from you. And that's how they're going to do it. They're, they don't want to have this ability to come together and unite. They want you to conform to their world. And they won't settle for anything less. Trust us. You've already proven to the American people that have the truth that you cannot be trusted. The media is going to die. The main street media in this world is going to die because justice and truth always prevails and they're going on a fast train to death. Last but not least, this company is telling us that you are being prohibited from popping off on their media platform. So they're already telling you. You can't say what's in your heart. What you feel. If it doesn't. Coincide with what their truth is. Freedom of speech. That's how simple it is. They're going to take it from you. They're doing it. Right in front of your eyes. That's how simple it is. Constitution. Constitution. Or not. 
And these people do not believe in a constitution. They don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in the creator that give you those rights in the first place. It's got to be stopped. Okay, bonehead number two. Bonehead number two. So if you don't like what's happening in America, and I agree with her, this particular lady, then move out. Bonehead. The reason she's leaving America is because she's stupid. And a lot of them can follow right behind her. Matter of fact, let's just get some plane tickets and get some of these absolutely ridiculous people out of this country and maybe we can get back to living life normally. Judy Melanax saw it coming. The forensic pathologist was running a large county morgue outside San Francisco when she saw how America was failing to control the virus. Dr. Melanax knew the U.S. death toll would be astonishing, so she escaped to the opposite side of the earth. You saw how the coronavirus numbers were climbing in the U.S., and you picked up and moved to New Zealand. Yes, exactly, with my family. I picked up and I moved, I, and within about two, three months. That was June, when the U.S. death toll was just breaking 130,000. But here we are in September, and while the official tally of 200,000 deaths is devastating, it's not the whole picture, not even close. Experts say that number misses as many as one in three people who died from some pandemic-related reason. There is an undercount in the United States of the deaths due to COVID-19. And the reason for that is because we do not have sufficient testing in the United States to capture all the deaths. So let me get this straight. You lived in the greatest country, technology-wise, on the face of the planet, and you're questioning our ability to handle this virus. Do the math. Count the number of people that live in America compared to the number of, quote, deaths by COVID, which we know is way overblown, and they want to make it even bigger, which just reemphasizes the fear in these people. The fear is what's driving this irrational thought process of the people in this country. What's sad is millions of Americans are being driven by that fear. Absolutely a travesty to our nation when we have the greatest assets on the planet to take care of this problem. By the way, we're the ones, supposedly, that created this virus antidote, vaccine, whatever you want to call it. America did this. But yet, we don't know what we're doing. We have no clue. We're just a bunch of deplorables that live in the South. And that's the big issue with these people that live in these cities. They're above us. 
They're above America. They're better than thou. And if you disagree with the way they think, then they've got to correct you. They've got to put you in the box as a non-believer in their religion of the world. It's really that simple. So, what do you do? How do we get back to becoming patriots of America? You got to stand up, you got to show up, and you got to speak up. Until we do that as Americans, not as politicians, not as doctors, not as a media mogul, but as an American, stand up, say something, do something, get off the couch, and we will correct this country. That's what they did in 1776, and that's what we have to do today. Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Please share it. Get me out there. Get us out there to help people understand what's exactly going on and help them take the blinders off their eyes so that their hearts can know that we are America. We are Americans and we are patriots and we can fight this evil that has come into this country to change the foundation and the principles of America. This is the Gunny out.